Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Here we go, here we go again Now they telling me that she is just a friend But why she calling me at 3 o'clock in the morning I can't take this no more Here we go Who sings that? Trina and who's in the back? Is it Monica? I don't know it's like a Monica. A I ain't trying to hear it. Yeah, it might be Monica. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's Monica, because if it's not, <laughs> I'm in trouble. <sighs> All right. Well, here we go again with another episode of this here show we like to call Sign Me Up Podcast. You can certainly find us on the internet at Sign Me Up Podcast on all social media platforms. Slide in our DMs. Our DMs are always open on IG. Send us nudes, whatever. Email us, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. Ask us questions. Submit things that you think we should talk about. Do all the things because we want to hear from y'all niggas. We know that people are listening. We see We see watching. the analytics. You know, like, the analytics don't lie, you know, so you talk can start to us. by telling us how you felt about the last two episodes. What were right. they? Shayna being drunk Stay ready. <laughs> <laughs> and stay ready with Jayla Baxter. Right. So hit us up, guys, and let's get into the show. Hey. Aquarius. It came quite Aquarius. it came quite fast for me this year, I have to say. Here we are. It's about to be your birthday, bit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You about to be twenty fine, bitch. I know, right? It's Twenty fine. Enjoy. It's it's hard up here. My knees hurt now. The closer I get to thirty, the more ailments start to pop up. Girl, we gonna rebuke that, right? Well, my knees do be hurting. I gotta <laughs> I gotta do something about this. I'm about to actually. You need to send me some like THC cream. Some CBDs. Some CBD cream. I want to try the lotion to see if that really penetrates. I feel like it should. Yeah, let's let us hope. Right. But I do have an icebreaker and that is would you rather be the funniest or the smartest person in the room? I'd rather be the smartest because it's cool to be funny and everything, but to be smart that just means, you know, you have the knowledge, the tools. My first question is, what room are we in? Because that, I feel like, frames it all. Like, if I'm in a room full of, you know, dignitaries or something, <laughs> I would want to be the smartest. But if I was in a room of, like, really fine niggas that I was trying to get shows on from, I'd probably want to be funny. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. nobody likes the smarty pants. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I still want to be smart in a room full of niggas because 
No, you're right. And I would still be smarter <laughs> than them niggas, but I just would be also way funnier. Right. I noticed that if you don't have a sense of humor, I cannot hang out with you. Yeah. I just I just can't hang out with somebody who's not making me laugh or or is not laughing at my extremely funny jokes because I'm honestly funny as fuck. Or what about, you know, how we've become desensitized these days? And so sometimes we may laugh at those war jokes, those war memes. Mm. How do you feel about people who are serious about not laughing at that? I can respect it because in my heart, I know that it's not funny. It's scary. It's terrible. It's like all the all the things. But I also know that. When it's funny, it's funny. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) right? Would you say that same sentiment applies to even those domestic violence video, funny videos, Mm, or you know, any of those videos that they make that try to like? Because I don't, I don't. Yeah, no. See, you're right. It's. I guess look at listen really to me. The, right, 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 right. Stutter, stutter. stutter. <laughs> it's really because like the humor, our humor. I guess it varies. You know, like what right. one person finds it's funny. Definitely situational. Mm-hmm. The reason why the World War Three memes were so funny is because we all woke up and was like, "Oh my god, this nigga's trying to get us all killed." Like it was one of those things, like. This is so appalling that it's laughable. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's what the genesis of all those World War Three memes. Yeah, and then were. you just really start going start, through the motions. Right, of but what then you if see I the was rolling out? You're yeah. like, wait a second, troops are rolling out. Like, yeah, this yeah. is actually really real. It becomes more real then. Right, that it could be some whole bunch of shit going on. And I was talking to somebody the other day about like even like proxy wars that are going on right now that nobody talks about that don't make any news coverage. Like we have troops all over the, all over the country doing things all the time and we just don't know about it. So I don't know. I feel like I still need to be able to laugh even when it's painful. Right. I, I feel like that's truly therapeutic is laughing. So true. True. At some point the laughter has to come in because the pain is too much. There needs to be some balance. Right. We would all be suicidal. Yeah. If we weren't like having a laugh or two. Lighten up. Right. Exactly. So I guess in conclusion, because I'm so indecisive and I can never pick a side, I'm going to say it's situational. I'd want to be the smartest sometimes and the funniest other times. But I think if it came down to it and I really had to pick one, I'm going to pick intelligence Mm -hmm. because I'm not about to be no goofy ass nigga. Right, because when you're funny, right, when you're funny, it becomes don't, a caricature. It becomes a caricature, and they don't take you seriously ever. They don't. That's fucked up. Even when you the funniest person in a room full of niggas, like they think you, oh, you the you chill notice- one, you the homie, like you mm. so cool, quick to be friend zoned mm. in that situation. Right, I wouldn't be getting chose. (laughs) Funny is not a, you know, I mean, that's definitely, it's a cool, it's a cool character trait. Don't get me wrong. I think humor is important. Yeah. But also you think about comedians, like all the time we always hear people say, Dave Chappelle is funny as fuck. And honestly, he's really smart. Like, it's almost like an afterthought. Like, you assume that a funny person is not smart. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't actually didn't think about that. Like for real, for real, how we do do that, we'll be like, yeah, Aziz Ansari is actually like really smart. 
You know, right. people would say something like that, like as if yeah. that nigga can't read a book just yeah. because he tells jokes. I mean, but you see these comedians, they are smart, like Trevor Noah, yeah. like these these guys are well informed, but you right. have to be in order to make these jokes and connect to people also. Exactly. Exactly. That takes a level. That's a skill. Right. Honestly. But see, that kind of funny is just like another level. That's like the professional funny. And we were kind of referring to like the yeah, candid, just being funny. <laughs> the candid yeah. funny, like off the cuff. Right. No rehearsing. Yeah. I okay. feel like if I ever tried to practice a joke, it wouldn't hit. That's also a skill, is getting that shit to hit time and time again. Mm-hmm. And it's even uncomfortable to watch some comedians when they're practicing at smaller comedy clubs. Like, you get a lot of that in L.A. where you could go places to check people out while they're practicing. And it's like, whoa, it really is pressure. Like, to come out and try out new jokes on an audience to see if it's going to land. I've seen people fuck up. <laughs> That's crazy because I I guess it wasn't until I was really an adult that I that it occurred to me that comedians who are big will go pop up at an doing eleven o'clock this spot is a career. somewhere, yeah, and practice their material for when they do their their continuous improvement, or right? Yeah, they're really so. like it's like this is a this is a career out here. Like they're doing. They call what it they working can. out the working out the kinks. It is practice. It's rehearsal. So. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do some jokes in front of 50 people, no cameras, and work out the kinks and then tour with this shit. Yeah. You know, last thing I'm going to say about this, you know, what's awkward when they share a joke, it doesn't hit, and then they comment about it, but they kind of sound a little upset that it didn't hit. Has that ever happened right. to you? Like, it's like, okay, Probably. no one's laughing, like, type oh, of thing, that was, you know? That happened to us at Syracuse when, um, what was that comedian's name who was really vulgar and everybody was like, boo. Yeah, yep, I know exactly who you're talking about because we were He's talking really about this here. Ugly. I don't remember his name, though, so I'm not going to give you that. And he probably He's doesn't not need the cute. promotion anyway, but. Yeah, and I just really just Yeah, him, he but was. He's not cute. I can say this. He's not cute. He has, <laughs> he has discoloration that could be corrected, but he obviously chooses not to. I'm dead. And he chain smokes cigarettes, and that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Because I remember seeing him outside of the auditorium where he was performing looking like the help. Like, headliner who? You look ridiculous. Right. He was like, y'all need to Google who you hire before you bring them up here. Know the type of comic you're getting. No, you just suck, honestly. Right. It's Aquarius season, guys. Aquarius. What other songs mention Aquarius? You and I, Aquimini. That's one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but we're here, okay? And just a little tip, we're ready to take on new thought processes when the sun lights up in Aquarius. Mm. Now is the time to let go of old ways of thinking and pursue different ideas. Because you know every time Aquarius comes around, they're always trying to get you to think differently, think outside of the box, all those things. You you feel like you think outside of the box, Shayna? Yes, I do. I do feel like I'm a bit more accepting to things that aren't considered normal by standards. Mm-hmm. Another thing I came across is it says work to be proactive on Thursday when the sun squares against unpredictable Uranus. The sun trying to square up on Uranus? Yeah. 
Oh shit. You, you know what that means? Like basically what they're saying is we may not be able to control the outcome of events during this tumultuous transit, but we can manage our approach and our attitude towards others, which, you know, is simply a reinforcement of a conversation I recall we had not long ago in terms of, you know, treating people right and understanding like their place in all of this, like, you know, unfortunate events that are taking place and stuff like that. This is just a conversation that Sydney and I had offline that I'm like recalling. Yeah. As it relates to not being able to control the outcome of certain events. So we could be tempted to break our resolutions on Thursday as well. When material Venus sextiles, right? It's a lot going on on Thursday, right? Material Venus sextiles against lucky Jupiter. And these planets complement each other and encourage us to live in excess. Ooh, so we, we going out to eat on Thursday or something. (laughs) Right. And if you're living in LA, you might be able to relate to that because it is restaurant week. It's restaurant week here too. Yeah, or it, was it last just week. no. Actually, well, I don't know if it is in Pittsburgh, but I know in New York, it's about to start. It starts today, I think. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And I've already went out twice. Oh, okay. Have fun. Go off. It's been great, you know. I mean, like I have to say, I feel no ways about it because I always miss it. So, it feels nice to actually be able to participate in some of the deals. Right. But, um, yeah, so this is a great day with Thursday and, you know, Venus sextiles Jupiter and uh, the sun squaring against unpredictable Uranus. It's a great day to learn to be happy with what we've got, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, to just kind of like be grateful for that. Link up with friends during this movement or reach out to someone that you'd like to get to know better. Okay. Yeah, so that's... A tip for us all. Moving on to my good old coffee table book. Mm. The name of this book, The Astrology of You and Me. By Gary Goldschneider is his is the author's name. Gary Goldschneider has been in the game for about as long as our girl Sue. So, yes, you know, okay, I okay. always trust a that good, uh-huh, uh-huh. I always trust a good experienced and thorough Veteran. astrologer, you know, like right. I, as I mentioned before in stay ready with Jayla Baxter, like this book is broken up into different compartments. They have the sun sign in their work life, the sun sign in their friends and family life and the sun sign in their love life. Today, we're going to focus on the Aquarius in their work life. And in that, we will choose one specific thing to go over because there's just so many. To start, some of the strengths of the Aquarius at work is quick, bright, and open, which to me, again, it just reinforces that whole, you know, accepting like things that aren't typically norm normal, like, I feel like I'm always open to like hear some shit and decide from there if it makes the most sense. But some weaknesses are impatient, erratic, elusive. 
And okay. the interactive style of the Aquarius at work is immediate, unpredictable, oh, ungovern- <laughs> ungovernable. You guys are awful at work. <laughs> Y'all are like literally the worst co-worker. Immediate. Now, what? First of all, when there's words like elusive, erratic, impatient, like literally every negative word that an employee can be. Let's try That's to break crazy. that down a little bit. When they say someone, okay, we we obviously know what impatient is. Yeah, you want to break it down. That. I know you want to break it down because we're talking about you, right? All of these traits you you exhibit from time to time. Sometimes you are like you be acting so elusive, like you don't know what's going on. You don't know, like I don't know if it's because you're thinking and you're just inside of your head or like you literally just space out and leave us, leave us here behind. While In you what go. way? Like how I'm trying to understand it though. Like what like, would be elusive? Okay. Best? Okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pinpoint an example of something that has happened, but basically it'll seem like if there's like a lot going on or if there's like panic or if there's a rush or whatever, it seems like you become more like you just are out of it. Like you're not going to worry yourself. You're not going to be like, oh, we got it. It just seems like you just. Which is interesting order. because in the same breath, they call me impatient. Right. And in the same breath, you can be when you're if you're rushing or something like that and you're leading it, you can become very impatient. But mm-hmm. if other people around you are, like, engaging that mm-hmm. or, like, or initiating it, rather, you're more so like, what? I, I have no urgency. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it's more yeah. like, I, I totally, like, I, can, I can see that for sure. That's a really a good example, especially if, like, someone's probably trying to get an answer and the things are, like, coming at me you know, quickly all at once. I wouldn't say that I do that intentionally, but legit sometimes things pop up literally in that same time. For instance, there will be a group chat where everyone's talking about the vacation mm-hmm. answers are needed. Answers have been received and a couple people may not have answered. Typically I'm right. usually amongst the people to answer, but if for some reason I cannot be reached, it's because one, something else has taken me away from being able to answer it right then and there, or I am processing the information to figure out the best way to answer. Because sometimes right. if I come in and I answer right away when I'm needed in that moment, I could say something that may result in an argument or a disagreement. <laughs> so sometimes I do have to retreat to like actually let so- the conversation happen, really sit on it and then respond. Because I have found sometimes where I've wanted to respond right away, but it might not have been the right response. So I just leave it there in the text thread. And then I'll go back and I'll be like, okay, I probably don't want to say that and I won't. And then when I do respond, it's very calm because I've actually been through all the emotions before I got to y'all. Right. Okay. Sometimes I'll try not to be reactive, but yeah, I can agree with that. And the erratic part. Yeah. Like if I'm in my feelings and like I am the one leading it. That shit starts getting hectic. Yeah. (laughs) She's Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I'm thinking about an Aquarius friend that I have who literally 
is a boss. She has an entire staff of people that look to her for answers. And I'm like, if this is how you behave at work, I would hate for you to be my boss. Mm-hmm. I wonder if my boss is an Aquarius. I need to find out when her birthday is. I just shaded the fuck out of my boss. <laughs> right. She has some Aquarius-like tendencies, but she's not like that crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the Aquarius at work. Anything else you want to share on that piece? I was looking at the part where it said something about immediate. Like, that's my interactive style, like wanting things immediately. And then I wanted to go on to the Virgo's interactive style at work to see. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay, so the Virgo's interactive style is literal, concise, economical. Literal. Literal. What was this? What was the second one? Concise. Oh, precise. Okay. <laughs> um, concise. I like that. I'm to the point. Don't play with me. Right. And economical. I feel like I don't really know what they mean by economical. Cause I, I can see that because I feel like, like every time, like when there's time to like talk about a new move, you automatically go to money. Like that would be like I'd have. I feel like I usually have a more. I guess it's like, here's what I want to do. And then you're like, okay, but the money. Yeah. I and feel here's like how much it'll when cost I do stuff or whatever. like that, I'm, I'm, I consider myself to be solution based. I think that's what that could be said about economical and just like concise is that it's like, I'm not going to spend a whole too much time thinking about what could be. I'm going to just go to what's practical automatically. Mm -hmm. What makes the most sense? What's the most realistic? What's the most practical? So I can agree. What was the first part for Virgo? The personality styles or something? What was it? Pragmatic, realistic, matter of fact. Wow. Literally what we just said. Mm -hmm. Pragmatic and realistic. Weaknesses, unresponsive, unsympathetic, Mm. cold. Mm. I can agree. I can agree. Sometimes I feel like my dreams get shut down when I try (laughs) to share it with you because like, you know, you're so like on the economical route that it's like, I'm just like wanting to, you know, not sky's the limit, but hit past that. And you like, hold up, girl. Like we got to, there's a cat. And I'm like, but is yeah. that ultimately a good thing, though? Right? I like, don't know. I think that think we, I think that finding a reality. balance. We need to find a good balance between the two because I feel like it's good to have both for sure. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be cold, you know, because then it's like I know I don't want to be cold because then I get that. That but can, this is this is at work. This is not with the people that I love. Right, so. but it's like how do we gauge it when we work together and love each other? Oh, we do work together. This is this is like Damn. the business Damn, and the pleasure. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, could y'all get could y'all get someone could y'all get a therapist on the line because we Period. over here trying to work through our shit by ourselves, <laughs> like really <laughs> picking it yeah, apart on the air with you guys, right? Like, <laughs> what answers y'all have? Any therapists in the crowd? Leave a comment underneath. We might have to get on talk space. You talk know. space holla at us word like what but yeah that, um, that's that's nah, interesting me, though yeah it's crazy 
I totally wasn't even thinking about the work aspect. I do try to put on a work hat when I work on the podcast. Yeah, I'll just end sign language with this one piece about the Aquarius boss. When you mentioned your friend who's an Aquarius who's a boss and Mm -hmm. you could not get along with that. This says, since Aquarians are not particularly suited to be bosses, they are generally speaking (laughs) rather few and far between. There are several reasons for this. Among them, their erratic and impulsive behavior, need to act on their own, lightning quick moves, and general disinterest in holding power over others or setting up a dynasty. That said, if you have an Aquarius boss, at least you have been forewarned. Actually, they are often fun to work with when you can catch up to them and treat their employees quite generously. Their impatience is legendary, so do not try their quick tempers or frustrate them with your absence or tardiness when they need you in the clutch. Mm. I'm going to speak to my friend and see how it is in the workplace. I need to pop into the office like, what's <laughs> up, guys? When I read room. shit like that, it just be having me think like, wow, are you trying to say like I'm not fit to be a boss because I'm going to be a boss like yeah, regardless, but... You're an entrepreneur. I hear you, you know, like... You're a boss on this podcast. I do pay attention, though, to the impulsive behavior. Like, that is something... Like, this is why it's good to learn about astrology and your sun sign because reading things like this about yourself, it's kind of like putting a mirror in front of you. It is. And then it literally, it's so introspective. Like you're able to say, okay. It puts a mirror in front of you and then it's like, nah, dead ass. You have to deal with it. Dead ass. I'm impulsive as fuck. And now I know (laughs) that when I lead and, you know, like take part in my boss bitch activities, I'll know to chill on that impulsive behavior. But that's why you have me as a friend because here I come. Cold. Queen Pragmatica. Queen Realistic. Coming to snatch you up. Right. Coming to grab your balloon string before you float off. Into the air because you know we're an air (laughs) sign and that's what we do. We float. Uh, Hard to like catch footing. (laughs) Baby, I like to fly away. I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking... Float, zoom, zoom. float on, Ooh, yeah. float on, float on. Yes, that's another vibe, right? <laughs> right. <there>. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that's what y'all got for sign language, y'all. Like, hit us up, sign me a podcast. Yeah, Let up. me know what hit you us think up like, on Instagram when we post our clips and stuff give us some accounts what has it been for you working with an aquarius working with a virgo like what's that have you ever had an aquarius boss right let us know we hear it's a little hectic (laughs) (laughs) all right but well now we have nosy new i really wonder what this episode is going to sound like because i'm holding the mic i've never held the mic before what are your sound bar the the bites looking like they look normal. Hmm. Okay. She, Have you been tired, yeah. like holding this mic the whole time? Well, I'm kind of like resting my arm on my like leg a little bit, so. Oh, it's not okay. That bad. Princess Meghan and Prince Harry are leaving the royal family. This is some controversial shit, and we'll probably never get the real, real, real tea. Absolutely not. But 
anybody that's actually willing to leave leave royalty leave being royal is like i i really need more yeah it makes it a little difficult because now you know the lens the lens is on the royal family and it has the outside questioning how pristine how picture perfect this royal family is right because i mean of course like everyone has their flaws they do such a good job at hiding things wow it really had to be some deep shit come on yeah and then and, and harry made a statement and he said that ultimately because we couldn't hold our royal title we couldn't sit, hold sit in our damn chair Unless we accepted the money from the taxes or whatever, because I guess the taxes uh, in the UK go to the queen to keep her, you know, keep up that castle, baby. It's not cheap. You know what I mean? Like the the country pays for that. And so I guess that they were trying to not accept money from the people of the the United Kingdom. Ah. And so. So how does that even work considering I, I, it was always my understanding that the UK didn't pay taxes or did they just not pay for health? They pay taxes, but it's just healthcare is, I don't know the whole ins and outs. Like who pays the taxes in the UK? Like that's interesting. The people I know there, there is some tax that the people are paying because I know for a fact that that is the money that Harry said that he didn't want to accept. And he was like, we just couldn't get work out a deal. We've been trying to work on it for years. And so that's why we made the the sad decision to leave. But I just still even to hear that as a reason, it still sounds a little shaky, right? Like pieces are missing. Yeah, mad pieces. It doesn't sound like. First of all, what have you been working on for years? You've been trying to get out of the royal family for years, really. You just got in, right? Like not long. You just go like as a couple, as a as a as a as a marriage, right? Yeah, you just started, but. You know, maybe, maybe Harry hasn't wanted to be a royal for a long time. You know, am I, well, like, which is why he didn't just do what his brother did. His brother is just like, I'm chilling. You know what I mean? They're like, this is our life. We don't give a fuck. Or maybe, what if they both leave? What if everyone leaves the royal family? Like, that would be crazy. And there was, what if there became a new queen? Is that still possible? Or is it always just going to be the one queen? I don't even know. How would that even work? Like, I, Who I, becomes I, the queen when the queen dies? It would have been Megan, right? No, it would. Would it have been the sister, the older brother's wife? A oh, girl. Royalty. Mm-hmm. The royal family is a language that I do not speak. I have no clue. But I guess I will say the one thing is that. Um, I still feel some type of way about the fact that, you know, she was the first black princess to ever happen in this whole wide world in England. And now they're leaving. And she hasn't even like like made it. She hasn't not even that she hasn't made it, but it's just like she was barely there. Like she like, I don't know. It's just weird that that. I really hope that that has nothing to do with it. I don't think it does, but it's just weird. I don't know. What if the people were, like, not trying to pay their taxes because they didn't want to pay for a black 
princess? What if it was something like that? Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Okay. Well, that is going on. And let me see what else is going on. Um, Future and Lori Harvey have gone public. I see. And the internet is just not happy about it, but they just seem to be all wrapped up in it. Mm. Wanting to know every waking detail of. I think the funniest tweet I saw from this was the one where there was like. I need to see video of Lori Harvey trying to babysit Future's kids. <laughs> I did that see that shit one. had me weak, yo. And then they had another one where <laughs> the little boy was fighting the girl. She looked like a little IG fashion over girl. And the little boy was fighting her and like pushing her. And then <laughs> the IG model just hit him in the head with her purse. <laughs> ah, did you wow. see that one? And they was like, Lori Harvey, was she trying to hang out with future kids? <laughs> so funny. It was like the kid hit her, so she hit him back, but like harder. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, just, like when I see that, you just can't help but smile. Like even though the world is just turned, like social media is just turned upside down, inside out about it. You just think about yourself at that age. And how, you know, open you were over these... At 22. Guys that, yeah, he sounds bad. He sounds bad. You've heard the stories. You're in the mix. But you don't really care. Like Yeah, because now you're in the mix. Now and it's you're fun. in the mix. And you got and your girls new. with you. like, yeah. And they also probably get to have a little fun with whoever his friends you, are yeah, it's, it's or, definitely other people on the trip for right. sure people are involved and it's just like be mad if you want but don't act like you weren't out here making these same ass childish ass dumbass decisions and you know that there's no one better to do it but you because you just gotta really experience that burn for yourself because don't nobody listen to anybody anymore right. <laughs> like that's all that that's really the black ass bottom line with that one. Facts. It'll do for the meantime, but you know. You'll see. I guess it's on only time will tell if it's like really <laughs> gonna last, but I'm sure we can all laugh at that. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We're gonna keep our eye on you know, the shade room because it's not like we actually are seeking out these people individually. <laughs> we'll see if anything pops up on our timeline. Um, wanted to quickly mention the Ivy Park drop. Beyonce, Beyonce, <laughs> Beyonce. How much lead time did she give us? She actually gave some good lead time. Definitely. I feel like she did a nice little rollout with the L spread and then the you know the the constant on this on the page and blah 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 blah. But I just I never have been one person who was able to like get stuff when it first came out. I'm with you. I've never had like Jordans on this on Saturday. I've never yeah like the closest thing I've got to this is getting Coachella tickets. Yeah. Did I even get that though? I don't think so. Someone else got it for me. Wow, yeah, I've definitely got Coachella tickets, like, had that shit brought up on two computers, my phone, like, sitting there for hours, waiting, and got through and got what I needed, but 
that shit is crazy. That mm-hmm. shit is crazy how quickly this stuff dropped. And it's also crazy how she did the rollout. Like, we need more instruction. What is this, like, preferred members get 30 minutes to peruse? And then it's like, we're going to let people in three at a time. I feel like, like regardless, she ain't going to give a fuck about what people think about her rollout. Because she knows that the ones who are really serious about trying to get it will find it. Mm-hmm. And find out how to get it quickly. Yep. So I didn't get the sneakers I wanted, but I didn't actually really try. So I should have asked Chanel to get them for me, but we did have some friends that got things. We had a few friends that got some things during the drop. I'm curious to see how they style their items that they got. Mm-hmm. And that's that on that. Beyonce used devilish dirty girl um just a quick honorable mention here did you see the boosie kappa sweatshirt thing Uh, like boosie wore the kappa sweatshirt to a party and they was like nigga you're you're not a kappa no no i didn't see that yeah so boosie wore a kappa sweater to something took a picture with it Mm -hmm. on and niggas was like all the kappas was in his shit like bro take that shit off what the fuck you doing wearing our letters blah 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 and boosie was like man what like y'all be dancing to my songs all the time (laughs) and also i just thought that the the flyer would i mean the sweater was cute like i needed something red for my outfit that shit was a red sweater i just thought it would be like i was shouting y'all out not really like I'm trying to be a fucking Kappa nigga. Like, right. So how do you feel? And about I believe that? that Boosie, I believe him. I believe that Boosie I was believe not even too. thinking about that bullshit. Like, but do you think that they were, do you think the Kappas were, you know, they had a right I to I feel say like that if or? it was, I feel like if it was some regular hobo ass nigga, then yeah, check that nigga. But it's fucking Boosie. Like, and I spoke to my Kappa friends, Isaiah. And he spoke on behalf of his line, you know, Brennan, Muhammad, all that. Like, they didn't really care. They thought it was funny because after that, like, Boosie was trying to learn how to shimmy and shit and stuff like that. But literally, when Wipe Me Down comes on, them yeah. niggas is strolling first before yeah. everybody. Ready like, to come shimmy on, Let's up. be honest. Ready right. to fucking get down. Show their Megan the Stallion knees off. Like, yeah. come on. I guess really it. for them, because like on the one hand, I want to say like, come on now. When you think about how we sit here and we sport USC sweatshirts or UCLA sweatshirts and we don't even go there. Or, you know, like yeah. certain things like that. Yes. We, yes. Simply for because fashion. we like the color palette or for fashion, mm-hmm. you know, like. Maybe your sweat, maybe your school, your school sweater wasn't as popping, whatever. Right. And so we wear it. But then at the same time, I could see why someone who's really like into Greek and like does that would say, no, don't discredit our shit because some of them have gone through crazy ass things to get their letters. Yeah. And to see you wearing it all willy nilly and you ain't even do shit for this is like a slap on the face to them. But maybe that should be something that the Greek organizations looks at for themselves. Like, is it really worth it for you to be hazing to the level you're hazing? Mm. They've been trying to get them kids to stop hazing each other for years. Them right. kids be getting Good luck. Right. Up. Good luck. Enjoy, love, because I don't know if that's going to happen. But, you know, it just kind of goes to show, like, 
that's an interesting thing to sort of think about just because like if it's so easy for you to access some Greek wear, some Greek attire, apparel at the mall. At the the mall why are you do? Why are you going so hard to like? It's not like you got to show your like fraternal membership card to buy paraphernalia. Like anybody can get that shit. Right. Exactly. So is yeah. it? Is do do parents of fraternity members get to wear their shit? You know, like my son. You know how moms right, wear their yeah, kids' jersey, mm-hmm. or you like, oh, look at my cues, my orange shirt. Like yeah. my kid goes there. Levels. It's levels. levels. Yeah, that's crazy though. Kappa's calm down. I mean, I think that they're calm now, but I think initially there oh. were a few. <laughs> there were a few that was trying to get froggy in his comments, and I thought that they were doing a little bit too much. Yeah. So that's all I have for nosy news. Okay, for two cents. I did read this article online where you know basically this girl was saying how she found love in Johannesburg Mm. and it was funny because one friend sent me the article and then another friend sends the article and was like your husband might be you know may not even be in this country ladies like she just sent it out as a aha moment and it was just funny to me because I just was thinking like back in the day when I would read articles on just like random articles about relationships I remember seeing something about uh love and like some ladies were saying how it's difficult for them to find love in certain areas and so certain cities that they were living in and like some of the solutions were to move somewhere else and I'm just wondering a couple things one are ladies really moving to new cities on the count of love meaning like because they want to find it to new cities or new countries new cities or we're country. talking about yes i know it's a big yeah. it's a big difference because this yeah. one is like sis moved from the states to johannesburg for love but i'm really curious if people are doing this without having anything in place but they're just saying like oh maybe i need to move to a new city or maybe i need to move to a new country in order to spruce up that department do you think that's a good tactic like a good way to go about life i feel like people i don't i don't notice i don't think i know know or have noticed a particular uptick in women relocating for their love but i feel like if you really felt like you fell in love with somebody that you met it from another country, you got to do what you got to do. Like, but what if you're just single and you haven't had any luck with love here? So you're just like, I don't even, I'm going to just go. Right. You don't even have any partners lined up. There's no love life blossoming or brewing nothing you just decide you want to go somewhere else because it's not hitting where you are and you're tired right like do you think that that's a good way to go about searching for love or i don't think that i would take a big leap like that to just go solely solely for love like there has to be a work there has to be yeah there has to be some other type of because love is a fickle, fickle thing. It's right. like really so fickle. 
Mm-hmm. And while I like to know in my heart and believe that I will find tr- true love, there's a possibility mm-hmm. that I might not. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just like a real possibility. So, you know, that's what I got. What are you thinking? You didn't say what you would you do. You agree with moving away for love? Love, yeah. I definitely think that there needs to be more of a motive than love because I do agree with you. Love is a fickle thing, and love does make you do some crazy things. So at least having your own thing set up first before like looking into that like you know you could that could be uh one of the reasons why you want to move right but Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say make that your primary reason right get your life you gotta gotta get your life get your life you gotta gotta get your life now that i have my glassware tupperware your girl has been eager to pack her lunch because it's just so cute like right. so clean right. so nice no stains so fresh shit. so fresh so fresh like everything is just perfect with my packing of the lunch so i'm on my shit all last week i i'm packing my lunch this week you know and so on and so forth i've been packing my lunch and because i cook food for lunch or prepare food for lunch i also am eating dinner at home too because i have food at the house right also i'm commuting now um i'm making some financial changes here in my personal life and i am catching the bus to and from work and i am good with it so far i get to work on time and i don't have to be in traffic driving i can just put my headphones on and chill on the bus and it's only like a 15 minute ride so i'm very proud of you sydney thank you you're making wonderful strides in 2020 that's amazing i'm really trying to be on my shit that i said i was thanks that's awesome well i mean news with me i set up an appointment with a nutritionist i've met with her twice now okay you know she has given me some advice on how to improve my processes to have a more successful meal week. She's come up with the exact amount of calories, carbs, fat, all that that I should be eating per day. So I finally got the amount that's for me, including the sodium and all of that stuff. So I'm really looking forward to applying it and this not being in vain because this is actually a service that I pay for. So Included in my benefits, but again, we have to remember, we pay for benefits. I tell myself this, right. like, I'm reminding myself this. This is a, just a reminder to me, but yeah, so it's been great. I mean, even, you know, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't bit the bullet on actually preparing the meals that have been presented to me. Like, there's a list of meals on this app that I use where I click it if I'm interested and it adds to this shopping cart, which then creates a grocery list for me to get those things. Okay. Right. Okay. Efficiency. And that's all I want is for someone to really be able to, I want to be a robot, honestly, when it comes to this just food Just do shit. what you're told. I just I want to do too. what I'm told. That's it. Like, I want to just eat what they put in front of me, honestly. Yeah. Like, and the only, that's the that only, shit. that's the only hard part is that I won't be able to like, 
No one's preparing it, but they're giving me the tools and the ingredients I need to prepare this shit myself. And I'm also- over here going to the fucking restaurant and being like, I'm going to order a salad. Mm-hmm. A little ranch dressing won't hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, no, bitch. That's not That's how actually any of this the works. most pain. Right. Like, right. <laughs> why are you cheating with ranch dressing? You gonna yeah, blow your shit on ranch crazy. dressing? This shit is crazy though. Like and the food also helps with waste. So like it'll let you know if you add this meal to your list, but it's towards the end of the week, it's gonna say, Oh, you're gonna have leftovers. Do you want to swap this out? And recreate, like, use it for another meal. It sounds this week. like it sounds like a Weight Watchers, but like way more cracked Intense. out. Like, yeah, more, yeah, yeah. They're giving you the. What's tools. the name of this service? Oh, this is your nutritionist. Yeah, but the service is called Eat Love, and I don't really know what the price is outside of whatever I'm paying pay the nutritionist. Yeah. yeah, but it's cool. Like, cool. Well, get it in, sis. And this I'm feeling, good. you know, I felt good because I actually went through a, a nutritionist before her. And I wasn't feeling that nutritionist because one, like, I know she said she was between offices and, you know, I wanted to give her a chance because we are all like wanting to make a dog, like get get to the next level. And she seemed to be cool. She had a website and I kind of was drawn to people who had websites because then I could look at testimonials, look at things that they've been doing so I could Mm -hmm. see if it's good for me. And hers seemed like it was good, but we met outdoors And then she hadn't read the file that she told me to fill out. And I spent so much time preparing it for her that that just turned me all the way off that I didn't even want to deal with her after that. She didn't look at it. She didn't look at my file. So she was actually looking at my file as we met. And so I could tell that she wasn't prepared. Yeah, no. And so I wasn't feeling at me. Whereas the nutritionist that I'm now seeing... One, she's had little things with Oprah, I see. She's got some credentials. So I was okay. like, let me, you know, get in like that. I promise you she's not the lady who made that chicken that Oprah said needed salt and pepper. That's a different thing. <laughs> but like, <laughs> she, she's not a cook. That lady was she's like, she's a nutritionist. Just, um, a pinch of salt and a pinch of pepper and we're good <laughs> right. to go. Yeah, so, um, yeah, she's just she been was like. like Right. She has some she has some accolades that had me like, okay, I'm gonna go with her. So when I actually right, cool. get into that, bite the bullet, get the groceries, I'll let you know how I'm doing. But that's what's new for me in getting my life. Well, to me it sounds like we both have some clear intentions of what we're trying to do. So I think that we should be happy with the baby steps and just keep it up. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other, dog. Mm-hmm. And we gonna, we gonna be all right. We gonna make it. I'm about to be 30. What the fuck? All right, cool. Well, I think that about wraps up this episode. As always, you can find us on the internet at Sign Me Up Podcast on all social media platforms. Hit us up in our email, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. And you know what to do. Leave a comment below. Subscribe, like, repost. Follow, follow, follow. Share, share. Do all those things. Follow. Yeah, do do everything. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. And I'm at Sydney Poppins, too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out, little bitch.